As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very merry, iconic podcast with me, Danny Pellegrino. And me, Jenna Brister. Hey, Jenna. Hey, Danny. How are you? So good. How are you doing? Good. I have to explain to listeners that every time we start this show, <laughs> I'm listening to the theme music because I have headphones on, and you're just sort of staring at me because you're waiting for the music to end, but you don't know when the music is ending. Yeah. So I just... A moment of know. anticipation and excitement. It is always yeah, the, an edge of your seat thing. Like, and speaking of edge of your seat, yes. uh, Jenna, we are covering a movie today. That is going to divide our audience, I believe. Yes, absolutely. And it is called The Christmas Carol. Now, we mm-hmm. have covered a couple of Christmas carols. We did Diva's Christmas Carol. We did Ooh, Muppet's Christmas Carol. All-time classic. And now we are doing a more traditional Christmas Carol starring one Mr. Jim Carrey. I'm mm-hmm. going to play the trailer for us now. And yes. then, Jenna, we're going to get into it. Cool. What if you were given a second chance no! to get your life right this holiday season? The ghosts of Christmas past, present, <laughs> and future Get away! Get away! will give one man that chance. <laughs> this November, Walt Disney Pictures and Image Movers Digital invite you to experience the classic tale like you've never seen it before. In Disney Digital 3D and IMAX 3D. Ah! Ah! Humbug. Wow. Wow is right. A Christmas Carol. Jenna, for once, I'm glad that our listeners cannot see the trailer as we play the audio of it, because it's truly one of the most ugly movies I've ever seen in my life. And anyone who's a big fan of this film, this is, again, the Jim Carrey version of The Christmas Carol by Disney. And if you really love this movie, please just turn off this podcast, because 
this is going to be one of the, I don't know if it's rare anymore, but one of the rare times where we really are going to drag. Yeah. Oh, this is the, it's so bad. I don't see the point in casting Jim Carrey if it's just going to be a cartoon. Because I get like it with the Grinch, which we cover every single year. year. You get his physicality, you get that, but he was so, they made him so ugly. So ugly. And this was one of those weird motion capture. It was like the same technology that was used on the Polar Express. And before I get into some of the behind the scenes, because I've got lots of notes, Jenna. Yes. And before I give everyone some facts about this, I do want to say that we put ourselves on the line every time we record this podcast. And sometimes the listeners aren't happy because these are beloved films. Yes. I had never even heard of it. Because I I saw it on that list of Disney Plus. I was like, hey, what's on Dis Plus this year? Um, I never heard of it. Before sure. I blame you for all that. <laughs> I, I keep I, picking terrible films. <laughs> I had somehow missed this movie. I knew I was aware that it came out. Yeah. Um, I was wondering also why. I looked up the major events of 2009 and Barack Obama was just elected. So oh, I think I we were all distracted. Right before the election year, too, yes. was when it was probably greenlit. So people yeah. were distracted by the upcoming election at the time. A hundred percent. It yeah. overshadowed this nightmare that Robert Zemeckis. Right. Put together. Right. And Robert Zemeckis, <laughs> you just mentioned, he's the one who directed this. And I, I took a list because he's someone who's directed uh, quite a few iconic films. He did mm-hmm. Back to the Future, Contact, Romancing the Stone, Death Becomes Her. Forrest Gump. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, Cast Away, What Lies Beneath. Okay, so these were some of his earlier films that mm-hmm. are legendary films. I mm-hmm. mean, you could take one out of that list and yeah. argue that it's one of the greatest films of all time. I mean, any one mm-hmm. of those ones. Yep. But then he moved on and did, like, since I'd say probably, like, What Lies Beneath, which was early 2000s, yeah. he did Beowulf, which was the same technology. I, I don't know if you ever. all over the place. Did you ever see the Beowulf? No. It was like a, the same technology as this. Oh, I'll never see he it. He did Polar Express. He did this Xmas Carol. He did the new Pinocchio, which I think I might have told you was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Robert Zemeckis, like, what is going on? Like, he's a brilliant filmmaker, and I hate to drag him, but like, yeah, he was trying to push this technology on us, which does not work. It does not. It didn't work no. in the Polar Express. Does not work now. It's in the haunting. Era. It's haunting when you and the cast in this movie is fantastic. Okay, we have Colin Firth, Gary Oldman, Bob okay. Haskins, yeah, Robin Wright. Yes, I'm like, why would you? not use them as actors why would you make this like kind of creepy golem like even the teenager cartoons had acne did you oh see God, that Jenna, like when the boils? kids came on screen I, was, <gasps> I texted you i was like just uh, wait i was like wait. 20 minutes ahead of you yeah, exactly yeah and it came on and i gasped i was like that is shocking yeah no my mouth was a game yeah totally it was visually appalling i don't know why you would do that i just like don't like charles dickens is dead i'm glad for him because if he was alive and he saw this he'd be like Robert, why would you do this to my story? And here's the thing I do, just devil's advocate off the top, I want to say that, like, I understand the... Okay, this Christmas Carol is something that's been done a million times. Like I said, Diva's version Mm -hmm. of it, we have a Muppets version of it. And so... There is something to be said about taking like the original source material because I think the Charles Dickens book is much darker and grimier and mm-hmm. maybe not what the versions that we've seen thus far have been like. Mm-hmm. So I think there is some artistic merit in like taking doing a straightforward version of the book and making it like really dark and dreary and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then this did that with animation. It's like, why not just have them live action? Like, just yes, make it dark and grimy and make it live action R-rated. Why are we doing like a Disney animated? Yeah, it does seem like something that was kind of slapped together in a technology that doesn't need to exist. Like, visually, it's not nice to watch. No. It's really 
scary, but also just not good. Terrifying. Yeah. And in the trailer, they advertise about like the IMAX. It's like coming yeah. soon to IMAX. And Ugh. it was very clear that this was like made during, you mentioned 2009. That was the time with all that like 3D shit where everything mm-hmm. had to be fucking 3D. And you go to the yeah. theaters and they they were like re-releasing Finding Fucking Nemo. Excuse my language. With goggles. Imagine. Remember those yeah. paper goggles you would oh have to God. wear? Yes. Yes, Bring in those every back. movie, it was like, you'd <laughs> yeah. go see, I don't know, Blue Valentine, and it was mm-hmm. like 3D goggles. It's like, what is <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, hate, totally. I don't like that movie. Either. It's sad. It's so sad. I cried on the subway on the way back from seeing it. I was like, oh, it's so depressing. Wait, um, not to change the subject, but I do want to tell listeners to watch a movie that I saw. Oh, yeah. Um, called, uh, what was it? It's on Netflix called um, uh, Love at First Sight. Generic title, <gasps> okay. but it's Christmassy. <gasps> it came out in September. But it's Christmassy. It's set on December 20th and December 21st. Beautiful. But it's not like a Christmas movie, there, but there's lots of twinkle lights and it's set in December. And I just think, I like yes. thought it was so good. It's Cute. sort of a romantic drama, but you'll cry a lot. Reminded me sort of like Notting Hill. Yes. I, I don't know why I thought of that. Okay. And I just I'll watch it. Thanks for the rec. Whole thing. But that's the movie we should be covering. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a spinoff. <laughs> I felt bad because I took all these notes and... I did get pretty worked up watching it because I really didn't want to turn off the movie, even though everything in me wanted to turn it off. And I, like I was saying earlier, like we really do put ourselves on, on the line every episode because these are beloved movies. So for us to be dragging a Christmas film that I know a lot of listeners probably watch every year and might like. Yeah. But I thought it was like one of the worst things I've ever seen. It was so scary. I asked my sister and she was like, I showed it to my kids, my, my nephews, and they were so weirded out. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what's happening. And I was like, see, if the youth of today doesn't even know what's happening, you know. Who at the studio, though, saw Polar Express and was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Those character designs again. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do that again. It was Bone so, chilling. So fucking it's, ugly. it's not even motion capture. You know, when they put the like in Lord of the Rings with Gollum. No, I think it is motion. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looks so bad. I know. It, no, I think they did that. That yeah. so Jim Carrey was like acting somewhere. Some yeah, where? But, like let him yeah. just act then. Like yes. why why are we animating it? I don't think you needed to. Not with this cast, not with this story. I just I don't know. The other fucking problem I have is like give them bigger eyes. Like give them Ugh. We don't have to make it so realistic looking. Like just if we're yeah. going to animate it already, then let them be cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was it's so ugly and I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the theme of our podcast this season is spooky because we've been covering like a lot of Victorian era. Like, Spook- yeah, yeah. It's like, sp- isn't that feel like the theme? It does. Bleak. Yeah. Dreary. Like, dreary. <laughs> yes, We're going to have to do dreary. something like really exciting, fluffy and fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um, it's also interesting facts. So want me to give you some other yes. facts here. So um, Jim Carrey joins Vince Vaughn, Tim Allen, Will Ferrell, people who have done more than one Christmas movie, not mm. a sequel. Because, of course, Jim Carrey did The Grinch. Mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn did all those movies. We, last season was our Vince Vaughn season. We covered all those That's movies. That's right. We did. We have Vince Vaughn heads. Yeah. Um, the Christmas Carol, we mentioned the cast. Uh, it made $325 million worldwide, which does seem like a lot, but it lost 50 to $70 million, <sighs> And it forced Disney's head of marketing to resign. Oh, wow. Yes, that's right. Wow. No, uh, there is... It, that's hilarious. I wrote in my notes, it looks like a PS3 game. Oh, <laughs> yes, it this does. is Jim Carrey's only Disney film. He was allegedly invited to play Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen oh. it comes up again. Huh? And uh, Jim Carrey declined the role of Buzz Lightyear, apparently, and then did the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scrooge is the same design 
at, so this design of Scrooge did appear in the Polar Express. Apparently, oh. and I don't remember this, but there was like a Scrooge marionette in the Polar Express. And uh, Scrooge is the same design. Um, Scrooge in this movie is supposed to be 57 years old. And I just wow! In what right. world, Jenna? Isn't that the most shocking thing you've ever heard? Yes, and <laughs> Colin Firth plays like, what the other guy? Oh yeah, Not yeah, Cratchit. But he's Colin Firth is two years older than him, and he plays his nephew. Do you think he looks at all fifty-seven? Like fifty-seven no! is so young now, nineties. And so I pulled some people who are fifty-seven. Yeah, oh, yeah. to <laughs> give us. So I'm talking Scrooge, not Jim Carrey, but Scrooge in this yes. movie is supposed to be fifty-seven, mm-hmm. and Patrick Dempsey. Is 57 mm-hmm. in our real Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, Kyle Chandler, Halle Berry, and Selma Hayek. Now, the Scrooge design, that's not 57. Um, okay, wait, what else do I have? I wow. think I have some other. Um, he is basically, this isn't actually a fact, but I am taking it as fact because Jim Carrey's basically playing playing Count Olaf, which he played in the Lemony Snicket movie. Oh, yeah. Lemony Snicket, I'm saying that right. That's exactly what uh, it is. And then. I think um, I mentioned the character design. Oh, the other little tidbit I want to do is that uh, we mentioned Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Tom Hanks is doing another movie with Robert Zemeckis, despite the fact that he's done a bunch of these that are horrifying to look at, like Mm -hmm. the Polar Express and the new Pinocchio, which I watched and it was terrible. Um, But he is doing another movie with uh, the Robert Zemeckis and Robin Wright, who was in This Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. And they are using artificial intelligence technology called metaphysic live to face swap and de-age the actors in real time as they perform. So they're using the same similar kind of motion capture for an upcoming film, but now they're using AI or something. And I feel like nobody's talking about this. Yeah. It's crazy. That's going to take away a lot of opportunities for young actors. If all the old actors are just being de-aged, you know what I mean? It's like, or just not. It's weird. It's weird. Did you see that Indiana Jones? No. The new they one, they de-age right? Harrison Ford. And I find it distracting. Because mm-hmm. also, not only I don't think it's perfect technology, because it yeah. still sort of lags and stuff mm-hmm. when you watch the de version of him. But then also, there's that weird feeling where it's like, I know that he's not that age. And, a, yeah. and he moves like an 80-year-old man, because that's how old he is. Mm-hmm. And they have him looking younger, but he sounds and moves older. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's a weird trend right now it's a slippery slope right but wait did you hear that fact about so the marionette version of scrooge was in the polar express so he's basically designed this ugly ass version of scrooge and then it was approved Easter egged it yeah <laughs> into that how does it keep getting approved I, someone is approving it like what does robert zemeckis have on the disney corporation yeah, that he just keeps getting these chances to make these ugly movies i want to do a wellness check and be like you're not allowed to make movies that look like this anymore we're yeah, done. Like stop we cannot stop it. The answer's no. Stop it. Stop it, Zemeckis. It, it's enough, Jenna. It's enough. And I feel like nobody's talking about okay. how Robert Zemeckis just keeps doing these things. Yeah. And also he ripped off. He like beheaded Lumiere. You know, remember like the ghost of whatever? One of the ghosts oh. was that flame oh man yeah, that with a one, floating head. That floating that head could shape shift. A Christmas Carol. Was so, so creepy. So creepy. I don't. There were so many creepy moments. Th- I yeah. Mean, I felt like it was all so spooky. <laughs> yes. And not only ugly, but even the dialogue was, was making me uncomfortable. I don't know. Cause it had no real through line. Like, cause we know in general what's going on with the ghost. Like we understand, you know, canonically that this is going to happen. There's going to be ghosts coming to visit. Um, the ghost of P- Christmas present was just Jesus. We, Remember? 
Like yeah. that Viking looking guy on and top of the tree. Jim is playing all of them. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one, he's the one on the. On top of the tree. On top of the food and whatever. The yeah. tree of food. Or Which whatever. I was like, yeah. I don't remember that being in the book that he's supposed to be Jesus. I think they just decided he was like speaking in parables. I think I I blacked out during that part. (laughs) That makes sense. Because you're explaining it and I remember the visual, but I think I was just maybe so taken aback by the (laughs) visual that I just wasn't even processing what he was saying. Yeah. Because I kind of like the old school idea that it just, it's more of like a ghost that shows up instead Mm of like Lumi, like poor man's Lumiere and then our risen Lord. And like the Jesus ghost of Christmas. Did they say it was Jesus or something? No, but he was like speaking in ways that like, if you grew up like, he was like Catholic biblical Catholic stuff. Religion, he was like, yeah. I am the, like, like he was like speaking like Bible phrases. See, I don't even. And then he makes Jim care. He makes Scrooge take that wrote his robe sash. Oh yeah. And yeah. like and then leads drag, him on the like leash. leash. Like drags him through out of the sky. I was like, what? The is whole thing is happening. <laughs> like was Jesus on a leash. It really should. Ugh. This is like a Halloween film. Yes. Actually. Yeah. We should have covered this for Halloween. You're right. It's yeah. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. It even opened, I think with like a death certificate and a corpse. And I was yes. like, okay, that's for, lights up should not be a corpse in a Disney animated film. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Scrooge is like taking the coins off of a uh, dead guy's eyes. Cause you know, like that, there's that lore that you put coins over their eyes, which again is just like, I think stolen oh from God. like ancient Roman or, or Greek or something, and then he takes the we're coins. Not factual here, we're just like ancient, Roman yeah, or Greek <laughs> ancient or Roman stuff. Sure. <laughs> and then, like, that's how we meet him. Yeah, and we don't even know who the corpse is. I don't remember that being in any it of the other uncanny movies. Uncanny Valley, Jenna. Uncanny Valley. Uncanny Valley. Did you oh. ever see um, Spirited? Did we talk? I think we might have talked about this last season. I loved Spirit. It's Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. It came out last season. It's oh, also sort of like a version of a Christmas Carol, okay. but they have a song in there called "Good Afternoon," and that must be a famous Dickens line from the book because mm-hmm. I noticed "Good Afternoon." Scrooge said that to someone like "Good Afternoon," and it was like an insult. Ah, oh. um, and I was like, "Oh, that must be from the original text." Yeah, but see, I would encourage everyone if you're interested in Christmas Carol that that movie was darker, but also it was musical. Yeah. And so you had Will Ferrell singing music, but Love. visually it was like a little darker and it seemed like it went on the source material maybe a little more than mm-hmm. than this. I don't know. Which took liberties. But at a certain point, I just also think we need to fucking stop with the Christmas Carol movies. Yeah. Like yeah. we've had enough now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like more original stuff. Like we get it. I know we get you know? it. And I, I don't know what it's, I mean, Divas was great because it was a fresh spin and they just need to do fresh spins on stuff. Yeah. You know, fresh or if like you're going totally to out of the box or yeah, do a full Halloween version of a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Which, there was an episode of Roseanne that did that, but yeah, I just, and the thing with this one too, and going back to like the original source material, I thought it was visually outside of all of the characters' designs. It was okay looking, mm-hmm. like the snow and the buildings look. Yeah, okay. Like I, I was okay. Yeah, I wasn't offended. Like yeah, there was a couple moments where I saw snow fall and some wreaths on the door. I was like, oh, okay, it looks cozy. Or a fireplace. A fireplace that was fine. And, but then, anytime a character, a human character, I don't even think I should call them human. No. But anytime one of those creepy ass eyes were on the screen, I was like, yeah. get them out of here. Yeah. Cause they didn't, the eyeballs didn't move. That's what's missing with his technology. Like remember when Scrooge was really tiny and he's down like in the, in the carpet and the fire's lit. And then I think it's tiny Tim's family and they just have dead eyes and it's so chilling. Yeah. I was like, I would, if I was a child, 
I would be terrified of terrified. this movie. Terrified. I'm. T- I literally have will have nightmares yeah. the rest of my life. I had the lights on and the door open. I opened my patio. Yeah, you know and what? I, was really, like, I need sounds. What stuck with me was like just. I think this might have happened at the beginning, but like all the shots of Scrooge just like lurking with a candle. Ooh, <laughs> yes, yes. Fifty-seven yes. year old Scrooge lurking with a candle. I mean, they drew him eighty-seven. Oh yeah, they drew him eighty-seven. Yeah. Like he is not a fifty-seven year old man. Yeah, just lurking with that fucking candle. Just yeah, he's always like so shadowy and. I did sort of side with Scrooge at the beginning when he wanted, they were trying to get him to donate to charity and he's mm-hmm. like, I'll do the ones I want. Yeah. And I sort of sided with him then. Cause it's like, you can't donate to every charity. You can't. No. You, and so, yeah, he picked the ones he wanted to do. I don't know mm-hmm. what they were. Yeah. Himself. <laughs> but I was like defending him at the beginning. I was yeah. like, let him donate to whatever fuck he wants to donate mm-hmm. to. Yeah. I agree. It's good to like have a cause. There's this idea now, this is like a larger conversation, but there is this idea that it's like, Anytime something happens, you just can't spotlight everything. On social media, you know, that happens where it's like every cause. And and I think there's more impact when people kind of pick a couple causes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than try to amplify a million different causes, right? And dilute it. Yeah. Yeah. Not that everything couldn't help. Where I did have a question for you that I want Mm -hmm. to throw out there. Where would your ghost of Christmas past take you? Does that make sense? Oh, like a time in my life where I have to go back and like face the music. Yeah, and like a <laughs> and like a turning point or like a or an important thing like a important moment for you to go back to and realize that like this is where your Christmas has changed forever and this is where you became a, a grump. Oh, I know. What? Okay, fourth grade, nineteen ninety four. Um, I at the time believed in Santa. Sure. And on my wish list was moon shoes. <gasps> and it was like those yeah. toy shoes. Yeah, those oh ones you could like, strap were... them in and like you could run around and bounce. Oh. And I decided to go poking around my parents' room and I looked under their bed and I saw the box with the moon shoes and my heart broke. Like I broke my own heart because oh I went looking for the it. Shoes, they got me the moon shoes. But then but on Christmas spoiled. morning, I had to, they were from Santa and I was like, oh my gosh, my parents are Santa. Right. But then to be honest, I used them one time, which is so sad because it was yeah. really cool. I would go back to that moment and not go looking. Oh, interesting. And just and be surprised. Those moon shoes, I think ultimately ended up becoming a dangerous toy for kids or something. I, or think, they, I think they stopped making them. Or yeah. Something, I right? think as kids, you would like snap your leg in half or yeah. like fly into a tree. You know what I mean? Like, there were no not, rules back then. There were no like, rules. Yeah. Play with this or don't. Yeah. That's a wonderful question. Same to you. Where would your ghost take you? Okay. So I was thinking about this and there was a Christmas play in first grade where my mom had missed my play. I was supposed to start the play. I was like the angel narrator of this Christmas play. And mm-hmm. I was supposed to start it, but my mom had gotten in a fender bender on her way there. So I didn't start. So then the play ended up going on. Like it started without me because I was like crying in front of the whole um, class. And this was Catholic grade school. So it was like in front of the whole fucking congregation. Aww. basically. But um, so the teacher was like, we have to start. So then they just had to start. And I went in the hallway and, um, so I feel like that was just such a memorable Christmas. And my mom felt so bad. And I write about it a little in my um, Christmas book. But yeah. uh, I feel like it was sort of like that weird kind of 
Mm-hmm. Like you really needed her because did she show up late? Yeah, Is she got she there really in? late, okay. and she, she to this day she always talks about. It. She's like, I tried to tell the person there was no damage on the car. She's like, just let me go. Like yeah. no one else at that, no one else in my family could make it to the play. Oh, so she yeah. was the only one who was like going to be able to make it. And then yeah, and at first grade, it's like I didn't have the wherewithal to understand like something could have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, especially that age, you think your parents are invincible. Oh yeah. So yeah. like I, it wasn't even my thought process, this, but. Yeah, so, something out of her control could happen. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. isn't that funny? That yeah. did, were you like in an angel costume? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's pictures in my book. Of it. There's pictures. Oh, As of this recording, so you haven't read it yet, but you're gonna. Yeah, yeah, I have it with me. Spoiler alert: We do record these episodes <laughs> a little early. Yeah. The year is 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're recording this in yeah. 21. No, yeah. it is 2023. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. There is a lot of um, a lot of flying through the air. Yeah. You mentioned that yellow headless ghost. That was like an IMAX scene when he was flying through the air with that yellow. Oh. And they were just relying on too many tricks. It's like everything was for the 3D glasses. Yeah. Like I was watching fucking Captain EO at Disneyland. Like, why are we doing these kinds of things? Yeah. And there was one moment, I think it was a ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Like their old boss when they were younger and they're like, oh, there's Dick Wickens. And I'm like, I've never heard of a character named Dick Wickens. <laughs> and Wickens. I rerounded. I was like, I'm sorry. Did they just, and then this old man, their old boss back when Dick Scrooge Wickens. was like coming up, he starts doing front handsprings down the side of a barn. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? No. This is not necessary yeah. for this man. And Dick Wickens. Dick Wickens needs to either pull it together or let Dick Wickens just be like fully cartoon. Like, you know, like if that's the case, like let's see an anvil fall on his fucking head. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. That's where I'm so unsettled. Like I either need my brain can't process either. It can only process either Looney Tunes Mm -hmm. or real life. Like it, there's not an in between. So I need the characters to either be fully Looney Tunes. Yes. Where they're getting flattened like a pancake Mm -hmm. and then propping back up. And the only thing that worked in is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's the Zemeckis only movie to ever do it. What, obviously, Zemeckis knows what to do. So fucking take that blueprint of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, a classic, <sighs> iconic film. Like, just do that, up. Zemeckis. What yeah. are you doing with this Christmas Carol bullshit? Yeah. It makes me so mad. I get so mad about I it. I want to find, like, where is the computer that he uses to generate this? I want to blow it up. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> like, I know. I'm like, show me the desktop there was that one- makes this shit. <laughs> Right. There was one scene, I don't know if you caught this, when I think it was Jacob Marley's, like, mouth comes unhinged. Like, the jaw, the ghost of, the jaw of the ghost comes completely unhinged. And there's, like, a long pause and all these, I think Scrooge was quivering his lip because he was scared of this person. And I'm like, that's not a holiday film. And I'm sorry if that's from the source material. I get it. But also it's like, this is a Disney film. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. And who's watching? Like, I don't understand too. And I know people are going to come for us in the comments who might watch this every year, but like, what is happening that Mm -hmm. you're watching this version of a Christmas Carol every year? Mm -hmm. Like what is going on with your own life? And because there are so many other versions of it. Yeah. It's that disturbing. Was, was that mean of me? No, no. That's not. Okay. I mean, when you have Muppets Christmas to, Carol, yeah, like we have let's to be honest. Yeah, we do. We have to be honest. Um, and we come on I this also, microphone every every yeah. holiday season, <laughs> yeah. and what we say you is not necessarily popular. No, it's not. But and normally, I do. When we try to sit down, normally I don't. I always try to say like, okay, let's look at it. Let's play devil's advocate, angel mm-hmm. and devil, because I know people love these movies. Yeah. So we yeah. do want to celebrate your love of these. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when it's something like this, I'm sorry, Jen, I cannot. Yeah, I cannot find the angel. If you, I, you'd have to have really like bad vision. You know, or like botched LASIK to 
like this visual. I should read some of our text messages from when we were watching oh, yeah, it because yeah. I feel like it was funny. Um, there was also that moment. Okay. So the, there were, I feel like he um, ripped off the ring wraiths also. Cause oh. I, you know, when the horses, the horse drawn carriage, those black horses were chasing Scrooge around the alleys and whatever that reminds me so much of Lord of the Rings. Um, and then I looked it up and he is tight with Peter Jackson. And I'm oh. like, Oh, did you just ask your BFF Peter Jackson? Like, Hey, I want to steal that from you. Yeah. But the anime, it looked so bad. Like visually, I don't know. Just, I also I, didn't I remember like, like a horse a chase happening in the Jenna, original the horse chase was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It reminded me, Disney actually did a scary horse race in frozen too. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, that frightened me. And I yeah. was just thinking they need to cool it with the horses because I actually think that might be a recurring, you know how you get scared of, like I'm scared of rats and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, now I'm think I might be scared of like horses because they're demon. They were demon horses. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jenna, let me um, read through some of our text messages. Oh, yeah. So basically you sent me a picture of Robert Smekis and you commented on his plug job. <laughs> They only did the front of his hair plugs. I shouldn't read these. Texts. Um, and then I wrote, he made three movies with the same ugly animation style. They just kept giving him money to do it. And you said he needs to be stopped and held accountable. <laughs> he does need to be held accountable. Right? Yes. And I said, absolutely. And we will be the ones to do it. And then you said, let's shift the strikes focus to specifically be against Zemeckis's animation style. <laughs> I stand by that. I stand by that. Because we're recording this. The strikes are still going on. Hopefully yeah. they've been worked out as people are listening to this but then you also said this is a movie people should watch on mute and i wrote and with their eyes closed and then you wrote in another room and then i wrote just nap instead just nap instead exactly i know it was so uh i mean i I, to be real i was like doing laundry during it i made coffee i made an omelet i just like found reasons to walk away from the screen i I think you had to take a walk i took a different approach yeah i did it in like 20 minute increments it did feel like the longest movie I've ever watched. And yeah, I, yes. I think like I looked at the running time, it was an hour and 30 or something. Like it, it was not like three long. hours. It really did. Cause, and I kept pausing it cause I would, I would literally get to the point on the couch and I, this was one where I did watch the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not lying. I took these extensive notes, but I did watch it. Mm-hmm. However, it was like 10 minutes would go by and I'd be like, Whoo, I just watched a large chunk of that. Like, yeah. And then I'd look and I'd see it was only 10 minutes that I'd watch. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is moving at a snail's pace. Yes. And um, <laughs> it really is. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think also what was disturbing was that, remember his friend group? Or no, it was Colin Firth's character. That fancy holiday party they're having and they're playing. um, What was like, not not charades, but they're like, okay, yeah, guess who I'm thinking of, you know? Oh, yeah. 20 questions. And the answer's like, oh, is it an ass? And he's like, yes and no. And it's like, Uncle Scrooge. So he watches them playing this game, talking shit behind his back. And then after he becomes good, I think he actually becomes That's scarier. Remember when he, he's ni- he's scarier when he's nice. Cause like, oh, yeah. when he's like, Hey, yeah, go get that yeah, turkey. Yeah, I'll give uh, you a shilling. I was like, Ugh. Jenna, there was one Ooh. shot of the earlier in the film when I think it was the tiny Tim scene, which was already so jarring to see the kids. Ugh. Like, cause we're pretty much the first half of the film only, uh, only seeing adults in this style mm-hmm. of animation. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, like we're going to show you kids. <laughs> in this animation style. And that was that scene we talked a little bit earlier, but there was a shot of a Turkey on the table and it had stuffing coming out of its ass. And I've never seen an animal carcass look that ugly on screen. Like Mm -hmm. it was literally, it looked like the Turkey was like shitting on the table. And I know that's how you stuff a bird. Like I get it, but it was so unappealing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we can't even get the food to look normal on this. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is going on? Oh, I know. Um, I don't know if I told you this. I used to have a job at this commercial agency that did all food commercials in New York. And they did one for, I want to say it was like Boston Market or something like that. Which are closing now, which is a big... Oh, that's so sad. I've been meaning to get to one, but yeah, Um, Their mashed potatoes are good, but um, so they would... um, do all these tricks to make food look good on camera. And what they do with rotisserie chickens, they use paint thinner so that oh it looks like God. extra crispy on the outside, but kind of glisteny. And they couldn't even do that right, in so this Zemeckis movie. Should have gotten some fucking paint thinner. Exactly. And just like do a gloss over it. We're being so mean to Robert Zemeckis. He's never going to hire us. I know. I love that. I mean, boy, we're being hard on him because we have to hold him accountable. We have to. But he's done some brilliant work. And this movie lost a lot of money. And like, I know that, yeah. you know, in the industry, if we're going to be making movies, let's make, Good movies, <laughs> right? Is that too much? And guess what, Jenna? Ask? You know what? A woman or a gay man director would not get a million chances to fail <gasps> with a certain type of technology or lose the studio $57 million and then just keep getting more $100 million movies greenlit. Yeah. Which is when it happens. So it the fact wouldn't... that Zemeckis, we need to hold him accountable. Yeah. He's done brilliant work in the past. But yeah. Stick to live action. There was, um, um, that Fezziwig scene. I don't oh even know if I'm God. saying that right. Foz, Fezzi, I keep thinking Fezziwig because of the Muppet version. Yeah. But Scrooge sees two people slow dancing and it's supposed to be like this romantic heartfelt moment. Mm-hmm. But it looked like the, did you ever see, I've never watched these, but the director to DVD Barbie movies. Oh, I have. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like <laughs> yes, I've seen the yes. commercials where it's yeah. like those ugly Barbie animations are dancing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we both love the new Barbie movie, mm-hmm. but this is like oh, those yeah. direct TV yeah. animated ones. That's 1D. what it looked like. Yeah. I'm like, that's the same quality. And yet that one was made for like $15 mm-hmm. and uh, it was just using a PS2. Yeah. Like it was just yeah, an old technology. PS2. And yet it looks the same as this, uh, 300 how much did i say it was what was the budget on this it was a high ass budget yeah but it's like that you shouldn't look like a direct dvd barbie movie no yeah. and i 
I really was disturbing at the end when he becomes nice. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. everything he just went through in that hour and a half, if it took all of that, you are a shitty person. I think that's also a big takeaway. Like, why yeah. don't you just not be a bad person? But then at the end when he becomes nice, I think it's, it's more unnerving because you know, yeah. of how he looks like he goes to the dinner and is like, finds them playing that game again, but then surprises Colin Firth. And he's like, oh yeah, come on in. And then he's like, next year we'll have it at my house. And I'm like, oh geez. Like you don't have enough chairs in your house for all these people. Yeah. And also you're like a mean guy. And I honestly, know. I hate to say it, Jenna, but he should take that money instead of donating it to the charity. He needs to go to the surgeon's office or something, <laughs> get some Botox <laughs> yes. filler or something. Yeah. Because if that's a, a 57 year old man, that's where he should be spending that money. Yeah. Oh, and the teeth were really gross. The Did you see his so teeth? Yeah. They were like, like a dinosaur's teeth, <laughs> like they're like covered in plaque and like decaying. I'm like, that's also an odd choice. Do you think Jim Carrey saw some of the film beforehand? Oh gosh, I know. Like, what came first? Right? Yeah. I don't know. And also, what was the like? Jim Carrey doesn't do a ton of movies, yeah, especially anymore. But even around 2009, 2008, he had not gone into retirement, but he wasn't doing the same amount of output that he was. So mm-hmm. I feel like he had to have been really passionate about doing this movie because mm-hmm. he was so rich at that time and didn't have to do everything. And he already had the Grinch. So it's like, Grinch. why even try this? I know. It seems, mis- I don't know. It's, it seems odd. But I do actually Ugh. think he's really smart. Him and Tim Allen and all those people that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode who have done multiple Christmas movies, I think they are playing chess while the rest of us are playing checkers or mm. the other actors are playing checkers because being in a holiday movie gives you that repeatability. So even these mm-hmm. movies are shit. It's like uh, Freeform is still airing this piece of garbage mm-hmm. with the demon horses mm-hmm. and it's airing every year and they're on TV every year. So maybe Jim is smarter than the rest of us. Yeah. So there you go. Um, young Scrooge, though, was even uglier, I thought, than the <laughs> yeah. adult Scrooge, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you might have texted me this about oh. he was basically doing like a Shrek impression yes. for one of the characters. Yeah. I forget which one it was, but he was doing a Shrek. Yeah, he was doing a Shrek impression. And I was like, wait, hold on. What's happening? Because Shrek was already very much in the zeitgeist also. You know, um, which they need to, I think they're rebooting Shrek soon. Oh, is absolutely necessary. I love Shrek. Um, there, we mentioned IMAX. There was this scene where uh, Scrooge shrinks and rides around on like these ice cubes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was very clearly made for IMAX, Mm -hmm. but also like, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's that one scene where everyone like, they talk. oh, we talks trash about people in poverty. He's like, that's the worst thing. I would never want to be in poverty. And then shows Everyone entertains themselves by standing up and riding down a slushy hill. Like, that's how you get your jollies. And I was like, okay, this is also made up. I don't remember that from the original. Wait, I'm looking at my notes and I mixed up some of my, I mixed up some of my pages here. So I just have uh, Samantha on sex swing because (laughs) that's from a Sex and the City recap I did. I love Samantha so but much. But I would have loved it if Samantha Jones <laughs> yes. from Sex in the City just swang on a sex swing in this <laughs> just, Christmas carol. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, there was a lot of, um, even um, at the end, the car- they showed carolers, and there was sort of like a prettiness at the end. Like after mm-hmm. the next morning when he wakes up, we see the snowy street, and there was like a wreath, and we saw carolers, and the carolers were so fucking ugly looking, but just hearing the caroling, I was like, oh, this yeah. is kind of like nice. And I wanted it to just end, but then it kept going on. Yeah. A wassailing we go. 
yeah, it was like, we could have just ended with the pretty street in the snow, but instead we had to go take him yeah. to dinner and then. Oh, do you think Scrooge is a virgin? No, because he had that lady. Remember that he was going to yeah, marry? I'm sure he's fucked a couple times. Because right? that, that, that actually, she was the only good looking one in the whole thing was that blonde lady that during Christmas past, I think, mm-hmm. didn't he choose like some bank job in the city over being with her? Because mm-hmm. she wasn't from like remember. a wealthy family. But I remember being like, okay, Scrooge, this is where you went wrong. She seems cool. I don't, I don't know. But she was actually not bad to look at, not cartoon-wise. But okay, Jenna, <laughs> I, like, I pose this question to you. Yeah. Was she not bad to look at, or was she just less ugly, <laughs> less aggressive to the <laughs> naked eye than You're the right. other characters? Yeah, having something to look away from past Scrooge was better. Who was the ugliest or scariest to you in this film? Oh, I would say either one of the children in Tiny Tim's family, or um, I really didn't like the ghost of christmas present the viking jesus oh yeah with a torch he was very very creepy yeah it seemed like that brought up a lot of like religion (laughs) trauma from your childhood as well and they'd have lumiere there and then lumiere's face would shape shift you see like different babies and faces would show up in his head i was like i why and even something like that i don't quite understand because that's not being um, recreated to look like a real human. It's looking like a weird ghost. Yeah. So it's like you could do fun stuff with the face. So why are we making it look so ugly? Yeah. I think you're right. Like back to your point about there's no rules to this. And I think that's why it's hard to dial in. Like if Mm -hmm. you watch Shrek, you understand the rules of this world. Okay. This is, these are the rules of this, but this movie had no rules. And I think that's why it felt so chaotic. Yeah. Like you could just add that flame in post. They're like, the movie's done, but they're like, Oh, out of flame. And they're like, Oh, right. And do you wonder, um, did I forget what I I just had a train of thought? I had a question for you too. Okay. So if you like thinking about all the different, uh, you know, worlds, whether it's like Looney Tunes, Mickey, whatever, if you were going to do a Christmas Carol remake, who, who who would you want to be the star? Like, wow. TMNT. Well, I would love, I would love a remake I think they might have even done something like this for Lifetime or something, but like a remake of the Vanessa Williams Divas Christmas mm-hmm. Carol or, you know, putting divas. But ultimately, I, oh, this is what I wanted to say. Ultimately, I think the problem with this tale is that we have seen it so many times. And I think that might have attributed to why this movie felt so fucking long, because it's like we know the exact beats. So yeah. even though it's being presented and so I sort of. My thought is that Robert Zemeckis did that Beowulf movie, mm-hmm. which I think was pretty, uh, based on the source material, is pretty close or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I would imagine maybe schools and kids, instead of reading the book, they were like, oh, I'll just watch this movie, even though it was so ugly to look at it, as mm-hmm. well as these other movies he's done. But so I wonder if like that was the idea behind The Christmas Carol, is like, to do a very faithful adaptation of the book so that like people in school and stuff could watch it. Ultimately, again, I just go back to like, they should have just done it live action then. Yes. But, yeah. But see, live action wouldn't have worked either because it's like, we've seen it. It's been done in live action so many times. So I don't know if if there is even any other thing to attempt it because you yeah. mentioned Looney Tunes and I know they've done their version. Mm-hmm. Flintstones has a version I remember when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. there's been every sort of character has done the Christmas Carol and I'm just not as interested in it because I've seen it, the beats so much and yeah. I know exactly like Scrooge is going to wake up the next day and we're going to have to deal with this, the present, past and future. And mm-hmm. it's like you, all those beats, I, I've we know too much. Yeah. So enough. Yeah. 
right? Totally. And the Grim I, Reaper yeah. showing up a lot in this. Remember, like, he would, like, see him in the shadows. And then he gets really scary at the end when they're at the grave, you know, at the tombstone or whatever. And he's like, sponge out my name. And then, like, he doesn't. He drops him in the grave. I was like, this is scary. Yeah. It's, you know, the, there's a, um, father death in puss in boots too and it's like a wolf and it's sort of like a scary part he always shows up and he's like it's scary but it's just making me think that i'm that going back to shrek maybe we need to do a shrek christmas carol Mm. you know (gasps) yes with alternate endings or like puss in boots is is visited by all them ghosts Mm -hmm. yeah i need to go back and see the nine lives not just three but i don't even know if any of them could succeed Although I did mention Spirited, and that was an Apple movie, and I think it did really well. And mm-hmm. I did love it, but that was such a different take. I loved that movie. Actually, Spirit I did with, see that. With Will Ferrell. I think we talked about Wait, it. Yeah, we did. Okay. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. We didn't cover it on the show, oh, yeah. but I think we might have talked about it. But um, yeah, it's so so maybe I'm being... Um, maybe I am... Maybe they should oh, just wait. The I think they can just wait another today. 20 or 30 years. I think it's weird just to pump them out back to back. Yeah. You know, let's wait a while to like... Home Improvement oh, Christmas stuff. Carol. Let's in sync Christmas let's, Carol. Let's do in sync. There should be an in sync Christmas. There should be. That there would be, be the best musical on, on the planet. Um, Jenna, any yeah. other final thoughts about yeah. the Christmas Carol? I talked about the bird looking like a shit piece of shit. The cooked bird. Yeah. We talked about the scary demon horses. Um, it ends with a. I don't know. Yeah. I just hate it, this movie. I yeah. hate it. And we could go on and on about how we hate it, but I feel like we're just spending time talking about how we hate it. Mm-hmm. And it was just real. And I blame you for all of that. Because <laughs> I picked it. I was like, Danny, why don't we cover this? I've, I've never, never seen it. I'm never letting you choose. No, don't again. let me choose. I'm done. I'm yeah. not allowed to. I revoke my privileges. <laughs> but it, what is it about us? So, like, why are we covering so many Victorian kind yeah. of scary things? Maybe we need it. We're going to. Yeah. Next year is going to be so fluffy after this. And hopefully listeners, we're going to spread them out. So maybe by the time listeners listen to this episode, they'll have other fluffier things. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. Cleanse your eyeballs with something good. I do always feel bad, Jenna. I really do. I want to just reiterate that because I feel bad. I don't want, because these movies are part of people's traditions. Like I Mm -hmm. feel dragging them, Mm -hmm. bad dragging them. But also we have to be honest and it's truly, this is egregious for film, for cinema, for society as a whole, that yeah. this was made. And maybe it deserved to lose 50 to $70 million. For the company. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. feel bad that that man got let go. <laughs> but at a certain you point, you can't do your job. Yeah. No, just this is maybe not a good business model to do a movie like this. Yeah. I think that's what it is too. Um, I know what's your favorite brand of peanut butter. Oh, is it like Marathon or something like that? Marathon peanut butter. Is that what it is? Oh no, Justin's is the good one. Oh, Justin's. I like Justin's. What okay. about you? I think I'm a skip, a Skiffy. Nice. A skippy or Skiffy? Yeah, Skippy. Jeff. There's I'm thinking of Jeff, Jeff. and Skippy. No, Jeff Skippy. I think, I don't know. I guess I grew up on Jeff. Yeah, we grew yeah. up on Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I just wrote that down in my notes because I wanted to ask you. Mm. Um, I was thinking about like brand loyalty. Like, is there any sort of like brand that you're loyal? Like, oh. for instance, um, I guess the best example of this is like Heinz ketchup to me. I don't buy other brands of ketchup, mm. right? Like it's Heinz. Mm-hmm. Now I can do different types of Heinz, but I'm not buying another brand of ketchup. I'm like that with orange juice. A Simply, like the Simply brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Simply and their lemonade. Oh, interesting. I love those. Yeah. I like their OJ. Yeah. You know, I recently got brand loyal to a chocolate company called, this is not an ad by the way, <laughs> but a chocolate brand called Tony's chocolate Tony. Mm. It makes me feel like Willy Wonka. Oh, their packaging looks like yeah. Willy Wonka. When I eat a Tony's, mm-hmm. I think it's 
Tony's Chocolate Tony. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right. But they have these big, thick chocolate bars. Yeah. It's good quality chocolate. They have different flavors. And it comes wrapped in foil and then like a thick construction paper around the foil. Like beautiful and colors. Beautiful colors. Yeah. And it feels like very like you're eating a high-end candy bar. Yeah. So I was eating a Tony's while I was watching this. And mm-hmm. so that was what made me think of peanut butter because they don't have a peanut butter one. They need to do a peanut butter one. Mm. But I was like, oh, I think I'm that. brand loyal now for this type of chocolate. Yeah. And it's not very rare that I'm brand loyal to, to you know, especially like a chocolate brand. Yeah. But they, all the other Hershey's is shit now. Yeah. I, I was eating a peanut butter ice cream bar covered in chocolate while I was watching this. That's oh wild. Oh, cool. Well, I need Tony's okay. to do like a chocolate cover or peanut butter chocolate. Yeah. If anyone has any right. connects to Tony's. Tony's. We love Tony's. We love Tony's. And I really do feel brand loyal to them now. Anyway, I love that. That has nothing um, to do with Christmas. Care. Did I tell you, um, speaking of Instinct Christmas album, still oh, yeah. one of the best albums of all time. Best of all time. Yeah. I had my first kiss to it in high oh, school. My God. Wait, yeah. I think we talked about this yeah. on one of the episodes. But they're yeah. back. Instinct is back. They never left, but oh, they did. I know. We love them. Um, Jenna, before I let you go, do you have any other final thoughts about a Christmas Carol? This, I mean, you know, I'm kind of glad that we did this and we got it out of the way, so we never have to discuss this unhinged movie again. Yes, ever or why? I, I will never watch this again. And if I ever meet Robert Zemeckis, I'm gonna be like, hey, he will pay for his crimes. (laughs) He will pay for his crimes. crimes Wellness check. Yeah, I need you to just like stop. I need you to just stop making these. I think Polar Express is very scary. Yeah. Um, but I just, this is up there with that. I can't even wrap my head around the idea of like him doing Polar Express, which I guess made money and whatever, but him doing that and then being like, oh yeah, let's use that same technology again. I'd be like, is no one in the room sent, is no one in the room during that conversation? Cause, uh, assistant, I don't care who's in the room, a male person delivering mail, anyone mm-hmm. who's in the vicinity of that meeting that mm-hmm. hears that they're going to let Robert Zemeckis do that same Polar Express technology should say, uh, hold up a sec. It looked like shit. Yeah. It looked like shit. Why are we doing that again? Yeah. It's ugly as fuck. It's ugly as fuck. It's, it's not so, Christmassy. Yeah. I, and the close ups of the faces, and I, I read some quote how he's like, he likes doing it because he loves the close up. And I'm like, no, I don't need to see like a porous acne-ridden screw. I don't know. It was so and honestly, disturbing. He's portraying Scrooge as 57 years old, so he's just like adding wrinkles and stuff because yeah. no 57-year-old no. should look like that Scrooge in this film. Oh. And no. if you do, like, you need to start using moisturizer or something. Like, couldn't they have given Scrooge some... Um, something. Some Revitalift or something? Yeah. And also, Carl, Colin Firth is attractive. So it's like, yeah. you and know, so I find Jim Carrey very attractive. Yes, he we is. Discuss this. I had a big crush on Jim Carrey mm-hmm. and I love Jim Carrey. Yes. Oh, me too. And it looks nothing like him. I think that's what's so weird. Yeah. Like the cartoon didn't even look like him. There was one of the ghosts look like him a lot. Oh, like maybe it was the <laughs> yeah. Jesus ghost. One of them looked like his face a lot. Jesus. Maybe it was Jesus. The one <laughs> Viking by. Jesus. I was so triggered why by Viking I, Jesus on top of the tree. I was like, whoa, whoa. Why do go? I not remember them speaking in Bible verses? They oh, do yeah. that. On, I think you know, here's the reason I, I'm going to attribute is that sometimes on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, one of these ones, I know you don't watch it, but they do sometimes randomly have the women doing like Bible verse voiceovers when they want to be dramatic. So to like open up a scene or this beginning of this past season, it was like they opened with voiceover of all the women reading like from Bible and then they show close-ups of them like walking in the snow. So it's like real dramatic, but I'm not even phased by it anymore. So sometimes I have to think like, oh, they're just literally reading from the Bible and it's like they're making that look like... Rea- they're mixing that with like reality the drama. show programming. That's which is what so this was. Funny. 
Are they all Mormon on that show? Uh, all not all of them. No, it's okay. like a mix. But okay. it's a big, it That's... looms large over that city where mm-hmm. it's like a, they're talking about it or they've, they're talking about leaving the Mormon religion or their kids are doing mission yeah. trips and stuff. So, and I'm not really, I did see Book of Mormon. Oh, I haven't Do you seen... ever feel like you, and this is probably what happens with A Christmas Carol, but sometimes it's like, I will breathe something in and then it just immediately goes out of my head. Mm-hmm. Like I saw Book of Mormon, but like, I don't know much about, and I watch the House of Salt Lake City and they talk about Mormonism every week on the show. Mm-hmm. And yet I still feel like I don't know much about it. I'm like, maybe I need to pay better attention. Oh yeah. But the brain only has so much room. So only has so much room. Certain things. And like, there's no room keeping, for Viking Jesus. Right, no, right? <laughs> going right out of the brain. <laughs> right out of the brain. <laughs> Jim Carrey is gone already. These notes are going in the fire. Yes. And we are forgetting this even ever happened. Yes, I'm fine with that. Hear yeah, this will not be a. Yeah. Hear us, listeners. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're leaving this in the past. Yes. And we encourage you all to leave it in the past with us. I don't think I've ever read the original Charles Dickens story. Yeah, you know, I think it might be in school. We had to at some yeah. point, but I don't remember it either. Yeah. But good for Charles Dickens. Like, how much money does that estate? Well, no, oh, it's yeah. public property, I guess. The Dickens fam. But they sh- he deserves, that family deserves money because they keep redoing this yeah. one fucking book that they have. Yeah. Just keep on making it. We need more other, we just need more stories. Yeah, just, we need more stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, I would prefer to see women going through this, like the Divas Christmas Carol or something. Like, yeah. we've seen enough men deal with this like enough yeah or some sort of cre- like i mentioned puss in boots let's see puss yeah. go through this i'd be into that yeah, yeah. Um, jenna where can people find you on social media i'm on insta at jenna.brister and you can find me on social media at danny pellegrino on twitter instagram and then our instagram account is called at a very merry iconic podcast on mm-hmm. instagram go check out all of our updates there we'll be uh, giving you all the updates throughout the holiday season, but this was fun. This was so great. And apologies to the listeners who might like this movie, but you're wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Happy holidays though. Oh, and we just... love you. Merry Christmas. We love you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.